Hospital Radio Perth's sports programmes are sponsored by A and B Taxis, keeping Perth moving. Taxis to meet your every need. A and B Taxis, getting Perth from A to B. You can't forget the number. Perth 6 The Tuesday Team Talk podcast is brought to you in association with Andy's Man Club and the Chris Mitchell Foundation. Hospital Radio Perth supports the aims of both organisations in helping address issues of mental health and well-being among young men. Hi, Talon Dedicote here, the voice of the National Lottery. I always listen to Tuesday Team Talk. Why? Because they're always talking balls. Tuesday Team Talk. What do they know? Hee-haw, that's what. I love it. They may, may know hee-haw, but they're two happy chappies tonight. Very good evening. Welcome along to Tuesday Team Talk with myself, Fraser Lindsay, the less happy chappy of the three of us. But a very good evening, as always, to Mr. Peter Hay. Good evening, Fraser. And back from his afternoon with the, the Prawn Sandwich Brigade, it's Jim Masson. Good evening, Jim. Good evening, Fraser. And lovely they were too. I can thoroughly <laughs> recommend it, lads. Uh, nothing better than getting a meal at St. Johnston Hospitality and, and uh, beating Rangers. And a wee win. On, and a wee win. A wee win against anybody we'd, we'd have done, but uh, it was a good three points and a broadie. <laughs> <laughs> so high noon on Sunday... The Rangers came to town and they took one mighty beating, Peter. Yes, um, I was tempted to uh, during commentary to go through the list of uh, Glaswegians uh, a la Norwegian commentator, um, but I restrained myself. I, I, I was restrained. I was the, 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 um, the epitome of, um, of restraint, um, yeah. as you'll be able to hear. Um, when uh, the clips of the goals uh, are played. Uh, it was a superb afternoon. has to be said, Jim, we rode our luck a wee bit the first half hour. Yes, can I also point out, Peter, that from your commentary position, you were no more than 10 yards away from a large section of Rangers fans. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was also <laughs> weighing on my mind. Let's yes. take this into account. But, um, yeah. yeah, sorry, you, you were saying... I, I was saying that I, I thought we rode our luck a bit in yeah, the first half did. because um, Rangers really uh, came yeah. at us it's, big yeah. style um, they had 12 corners in the first 20 minutes 20 corners overall mm. uh, Alex, and I, Alex and I counted at least 50 corners uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I hope um, you ever had your socks and shoes off now trying to count all these corners <laughs> well and, and also Elliot Parrish had a wobble very early in the game which he, yeah. he got away with but then after that I thought he played qu- quite well a wee bit disappointed with him at the goal. I think he was unsighted. So, I think he so was you, unsighted. You can understand that, whether but it, it did go through him, a, so. Whether it took a slight deflection, I'm not sure. It did. Yes. Yeah. I mean, given what he'd done uh, prior to that, mm-hmm. and, and I thought he made one or two really good saves. He did, and his handling was very good. Yes. Um, but, yeah, we did ride our luck. And, um, I think Rangers hit the woodwork twice. But... I thought our tactics were spot on. I thought they, we made Rangers play in areas where they weren't going to hurt us. We made Rangers play in front of us. They had a lot of the ball Rangers. Yeah. I think it was 74% 70, percent 75% percent yeah. or something, yeah. Um, but we made them play across the park and back the way. I thought Callum, his tactics were absolutely brilliant, spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, I thought it was a blow to lose Remy Matthews and Liam Gordon. Yes, yes. Through illness um, and, and Remy through injury. 
And we always look dangerous in the break. In actual fact, a lot of people felt that when Rangers got to go back, this could be it. I felt confident, Saints were told out. And if you take into account that after Rangers got to go back, the best chance of the match after that felt was St. Johnston. Yes. When Nicky Clark played a great ball, took yeah. two defenders out of the game, and Conor McLennan was running onto it and was just beaten to it by Alan McGregor. And there was another point, a little, uh, a slight, either slightly before that or slightly after that, where Graham Carey was clean through yes and, and his legs had just, clearly yeah, gone just, had just gone but um, as, because as, that was another wonderful yeah, opportunity yeah it was a good day uh, we've got to follow up though tomorrow night at yes. St Byrne and I think there will be changes because there was a lot of tired legs out yeah. there yeah. Um, you know but I mean it was, a, it was a, an unexpected three points it was a great three points um, we did read a look at times let's be honest about it um, but I don't I'd think there's been too many times when Cholak and Morelos have been on the park at the same time as they were for a part of the second half. No, and but, and the other one up front as well. I mean, it, they ended up with about five attackers and they yeah, still, right, couldn't still couldn't make a break. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say, when I got... I didn't know about Remy Matthews' injury until I got to the ground. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I suddenly went from, you know, about half, half, at, at half past 11, seeing Remy Matthews wasn't there and Elliot Parrish was in goal, thinking, oh, well, I was hoping for a draw. I'm not so sure yeah, now. Yeah. But our manager's been clever now, isn't it, Jim? You know, he doesn't like to keep announced major yes, injuries yes, before yeah. the game takes yes. But I have to team. Say, Here's an advantage for you. Yeah. Our goalie's not playing, by the way. Parrish, I thought, was uh, played magnificently I, I, given how long it is since yeah. he actually had he a game. showed his experience yes. because he calmed things down mm-hmm. and I know he got a wee warning for time wasting I think it was in the first half but that's 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 experience yes. you know taking time getting the ball back telling the ball boys didn't bother throwing it right back taking time mm-hmm. uh, being measured watching where he was striking his kicks yes. you know that type of thing and, and just being a calming influence I mean, the, the first five or ten minutes when there was that flurry of corners and there were corners mm-hmm. every 30 seconds or mm-hmm. so there was a, a slight worry that um, the three uh, back guys didn't really uh, they weren't communicating desperately well at no. the, in those first five ten minutes with Parish, but actually once they settled down once yeah, they yeah, had yeah. got the measure of Rangers they were a formidable unit. I thought they were a formidable unit yeah, and, and yeah. I have to say um, I know you selected a different player for your man of the match but uh, my man of the match was Andy, Andy Considine yeah I can, I can understand that uh, and you could have gone for 11 or 12 players James, <laughs> yeah, James Brown could've. got it yes. but you could have picked 11 you could have stuck the names in the hat and pulled one out and yeah. nobody could have disagreed yeah. um, you know it was a very good all round performance mm-hmm. Um, very good all-round performance by St Johnson Football Club, and um, it just shows what we can do. We're mm. a good side, yes. We and, are, and I'll tell you another thing that propped up my mind over the, the weekend, and I don't know why it popped up my mind. You know, we we flirted with relegation last season. We were unlucky that so many decisions went against yeah. us, but we maybe got a wee bit of luck at the end. But I was just working out. I think I am right in saying that this is St Johnston's 14th consecutive season in the Premier League, and the only teams that can better that are Celtic and Aberdeen. Now, somebody correct me on that if I'm wrong, but I think we've had 14 consecutive seasons in the Premier League, and only Celtic and Aberdeen have had more of the teams in the Premier at this particular oh, time. Well, well. Possibly. Certainly Hearts 
and Hibs have been down and Dundee United have been down and Rangers and Rangers, Rangers down, Ross County Hibs Aberdeen's yeah. still been there S- Kelly's gone down yep um, Livingston Livingston's been away yep Motherwell Livingston Motherwell's always Motherwell's been there possibly the only other okay. one but I wouldn't okay. I, swear to I that beg, I, I beg to superior knowledge yeah. if somebody knows the answer to that can they tell me please I, can't, I don't think there's been any other teams less than because obviously Celtic's ever present mm. and I'm sure Motherwell I've never seen Motherwell in the, the first division or the championship all the time I've followed football and we now have the longest serving manager in the Premiership yes and fair play to the board for sticking by Callum absolutely right they made the right decision as I thought they had yeah you know uh, uh, you know, and um, he's come through a lot yeah um, and, and credit to his backroom team as well Stephen mm-hmm. McLean Alec yep. Cleland Paul Maders mm-hmm. who uh, sadly is on his way he's on his way to the um, SFA yes but, but a uh, good move for Paul and he's done well for St Johnston he's done brilliantly for St Johnston yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're hoping that uh, Remy will be back for tomorrow night but uh, we don't know um, I saw on Twitter before it came out that um, Eric Nicholson saying that they expect him to be back for yeah. tomorrow I certainly Callum was hoping when I went up to see, we'll hear that later on in the programme I was up at McDermott Park this afternoon and uh, certainly Callum was very hopeful mm-hmm. but there was, as you say as you said a few minutes ago Peter the teams came out just before 11 o'clock on, on, on Sunday on Sunday morning and you right away thought hmm this is this is interesting mm. you know obviously the, the, the parish and goals uh, Montgomery coming back into to full back no mm-hmm. uh, Liam Gordon the ret- ret- return of Spinney but the thing that delighted me most about Callum's tactics is he gets a lot of hard time does Callum for the way he plays but I was delighted to see him go with two strikers and Stevie May and mm-hmm. Nicky Clark the two of them have formed such a great partnership we've seen the best of Stevie May come back this season since he's played with Nicky Clark and I was delighted to see the two of them play from the start you know you're at home yeah, mm-hmm. you're playing the old firm, but don't be scared of them. Yeah. The best way to, mm-hmm. to to beat them is have a go at them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as you say, St. Johnston, the first 20 minutes, half an hour, it was back to the wall stuff, but they were super well organised. They knew that what was, they were doing. That was inevitable that, that Rangers would come at us, particularly after their um, disappointing showing in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. But they were on a high after such a strong performance against Aberdeen. And you expected them to mm. to build on that, and yeah, for all the the corners they had, yeah, they had the the fashion Sakala header to, they hit the top of the crossbar. Better than and that, it wasn't. It was John, thinking John Lundstrom hit the yeah, crossbar as after, well. Yeah, just after just after the Rangers had scored. Yeah, that was some right. shot. But, uh, that think, was some uh, shot. I think it was interesting the fact that for all their corners, it was a St Johnson head that got on the vast majority of them. Yep, and very often mm. it was Andy Considine. Yes. You know, you look at the Rangers team with some of the players they've got there and the, the money they're, they're supposedly worth. Oh, yeah. Prime example, Ryan Kent, you know, he gets touted about for big moves to, to down south. But where was he on was he on Sunday? Who was back pocket? Was he hiding in James Brown? Pretty much. I think uh, the full back, the, the wing backs did really well because they pressed up on the Rangers wide players mm. and made sure they didn't get, get, get beyond the back five. And, and when yeah. Kent was getting to the touchline, there was somebody who was in to block the cross. Uh, we worked very hard on Sunday. Mm. We worked very, very hard. We we were a tired side at the end because we put our bodies on the line. 
um, you know, um, it was a it was a very good performance, and we we made Rangers play in areas where where they weren't really going to hurt us. And they didn't really want to be. And it was very interesting to see, I mean, you mentioned Kent there. Kent and um, Sakala were both substituted Mm -hmm. um, around about, uh, well, I've got um, Kent substituted 75 minutes in um, uh, and Sakala a little bit later Mm -hmm. than that. Um, But, uh, you know, it was clear that it wasn't working. And I thought, and I suspect most of the Rangers fans thought that um, Giovanni Bram- Van Bronckhorst left it too late before he started yeah. changing things. Yeah, I think he should have changed. I'm glad he did. I think I'm he glad he changed, didn't. I think he ch- should have changed <laughs> it at half time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he didn't. But uh, but he's on a shooting nail now because of Cel- Celtic. I can't think who Celtic are playing tomorrow. It's a motherwell. Celtic's at home, yes. Yeah. They are t- if they win tomorrow night and Rangers you. lose against Hearts, yes, which um, uh, Hearts will be, uh, Hearts will be going there with the tails up. Yeah, that's uh, that's, it, that's it, a ten point gap. It, it, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, Celtic away because Rangers are at home, I think. So Celtic will be away. Celtic are away to Motherwell. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Celtic win and Rangers, Rangers lose. Hearts, yeah. That's ten points. Yes. and that just needs a genius to work out. The Rangers have got to win four more games in Celtic before the end of the season yeah. to win the league. Yeah. So. And and they will be and I if that is the scenario, they do lose to Hearts, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be at all surprised to see them making a change while the World Cup is on because yeah. they've then got an opportunity yeah. to get somebody yeah. else in. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, yeah. Uh, oh. Tremendous performance by St Johnson, as you say, every man stood up and accounted for himself you know as we said there's been a lot of players that's had a lot of criticism since the start of the last season going into this season on various social media posts you know one of them being James Brown of course you know he's struggled at times to to become a fan's favourite but I think he certainly will be now after this moment of brilliance Clearance is only as far as Carey though, pass into Stevie May in the box, he tries to flick it to Clark, it's out blocked only as far as Wolverstein, Stevie May is going to get a shot at the edge of the box, blocked, out to Brown, he's going to have a goal, Brown! what a strike, what a Jim Brown for St Johnston, it bounces to him on the edge of the box about 25 yards out and he rifles it right footed, didn't look in the corner of the goal so we'll have to see if the... Uh, if McGregor's maybe to that fault, but actually that's a mean on Brown because that was a rocket from about 25 yards against the run of play. You'd <laughs> yes. have to say. I think you have to admit that, yes. <laughs> but St Johnston knew that they would have to ride the storm, be really good defensively, and take chances. And that is a very, very good goal from St Johnston. Great strike from James Brown, 1 0. A very, very good goal. I think Jim Timberlake would say an exceptional goal. Yeah, no, but it wasn't that long ago that he hit the bar with a ferocious strike against somebody. Uh, uh, Livingston. Livingston was yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. So he can he can strike a ball. Yes. Um, but wasn't it astonishing to discover that that was his first, first ever first first goal, goal in senior football? In senior football. <laughs> I think it was the last time he scored a goal was for the Cubs or something like something that. Something like that. Know. Well, we we've, we've yeah. got a we clip of him. Um, yeah. Speaking after the game, I think when he, he yeah, kind of um, struggles to remember. Yeah, I mean when you take into account, um, what I remember thinking when the ball went to Stevie May's feet, 
I thought, shoot, shoot, shoot. I thought, oh no, he's taking too long, he's taking too long, he's taking too long. When he did shoot, the ball clattered off a Rangers defender mm. very nicely for James Brown. Absolutely. And he took one touch to get the ball out of his feet and then batter. Oh, yeah. And, and what a hit. There was oh, not a goalkeeper in the, in the world, world was going to save that. that. It was uh, just a sound that it made it as it hit in there. It was magic. If yeah. I hadn't hit the net, I think the ball would have ended up someplace in like Stanley or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I mean, it was a fabulous, fabulous strike. And, and for the previous 40 minutes, really, we had been up against it. And as Alex uh, said in commentary there, it was uh, against the mm. run of play. But... But we had limited Rangers to very little in the way of making Parish work. Yeah. Um, and I, so when the opportunity came, we knew, and St Johnston knew, that they had to make it count. And my goodness, didn't James Brown make it count? Absolutely. Um, you'll remember that for the rest of his days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he'll, it, it, <laughs> no matter how many goals... He scores now. From now on, he's mm-hmm. never going to score a better one than that. But, uh, scoring that goal and hitting the bar against Livingston, it does show that he is a, a he he is a goal outlet. Yes, you know, because yes. if he can do it once, you can do it again. That's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, yeah. If you are going to break your duck mm-hmm. and goal scoring, what a game to yeah. do it in, eh? Yeah. The only problem with that is, and I think it's a problem with Alec Mitchell as well. Well, not so much with James Brown, sorry. James Brown's a signed player, sorry. But I thought Alec Mitchell was outstanding on, yes. s- on Sunday as well. Now, he's on loan from Millwall. Yeah. So other clubs are about to be looking at that. Yes. Could, could there be a bid come in in January for I... Alex Mitchell? You know, you just I, wonder. If, if, if there is, I would hope that we would be trying to bid as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he, has had a, he had another terrific game. Yeah. And bear in mind, he was up against Cholak, yes. who's... Possibly going to go to the World Cup, but uh, Croatia, Se- Croatia, or Serbia, Serbia, and, and, then, and then he had then with Morelos when he came on. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, okay, he was helped by Considine and uh, also by McGowan, obviously mm. as well. But I mean, that's another thing. I mean, his outstanding season so far won't have gone unnoticed by other clubs, no, including the club he's on loan my, from Millwall. My problem is that it, Millwall would be looking at these performances rather like they did with Danny McNamara yeah. and thinking why are we not playing this guy yeah. um, and, and they yeah. may recall him early yeah. I, I, I do hope they don't no. I keep looking for Millwall's results and they're actually doing quite well just now and I'm saying come on Millwall come on Millwall come on Millwall because if they're doing quite well yeah. they may feel yeah. they don't need him back and, and the thing is that we still have John Mann yeah, we do. to come He's back a bit, a bit of a forgotten man a, a bit of a forgotten man and we've now proved that Ryan McGowan who I'm very disappointed for I have to say not getting into the Australia squad um, has proved that he can play in numerous different positions and he filled in well I thought he was going to fill in for Liam Gordon but he wasn't he was actually on the uh, on the um uh, on the, the right hand side, side yeah. um, which was a slight surprise yeah. so it does mean that even if Alex Mitchell was to go mm-hmm. we would still have a pretty solid defence yes we would um, uh, we, we certainly would um, and um, Ryan can also play full back and in midfield so yeah well he's done very he's, well he's done in that, midfield yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as the sort of the, the, the anchor back man. bit of, yeah, a, of, yeah. of a diamond yeah um, I thought yeah. he'd done very well yeah mm. 
But it, it's that commentary for Mallet's give us an inkling of the fact that when the kids at his primary school class get a bit uppity, he's got the, the ability to shout them and, and get them to calm down. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think um, for reasons that he will know if he's listening, I hope he had a good morning uh, in school yesterday. Yes. <laughs> I think before we go any further, we should hear from James Brown and hear his thoughts after that special goal. James, talk, talk us with that goal. <laughs> I had to say I knew what I was doing. I sort of just got a touch out my feet and just and just smashed it. Um, lucky enough, it just flew into top corner. Obviously, it gave us a nice lead going into half time just before. So um, no, I'm obviously delighted with it and I'm just happy it's contributed to the result. Jack was saying that he's uh, never even see you hit the target in training. Yeah, I know. I've got a bit of got a bit of stick in the change room after. Um, no, it's something I need to add to my games, obviously, playing out a wing-back goal and, and assist. But, um, no, it was just nice to, to to do it. And, obviously, on the stage that it was, and it, like I said, it just gave us a good platform going to half-time. Best cool. of your career, then? Well, the only one in my career, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'll take it the best. It might take some beating, but, um, no, just delighted with it. Did you know it was Anderson, is it? Yeah, it's, it's sometimes you just know it. Just I caught it pure and it didn't feel anything off my foot and it just flew in the top corner. Um, like I said, it was a lovely feeling. And really you say, just keep adding that to my game. Do you know what celebration mode? You've never had oh, much practice. That's what I mean. I, I can't even remember what I'd done. Apparently, I just put my finger in the air and ran off, but I just I got bundled by all the boys. So um, no, so yeah, no. I'm just like I said, I'm just but, hoping. When I mean, was your last goal at any sort of level? Oh, God knows, probably on the spot. Um, it must have been youth football ages ago. Um, Terrible, I know, but um, no. If you're going to score one, I guess that's probably the game to do it. In. Such a hard, such a hard forty minutes, wasn't it? And it was just a case of clinging on and just playing your way into the game. Yeah, you know when you played, a, especially the way they started, when you played a big two, that you're going to be under pressure and you just sort of got to weather that storm. Um, you can see how well they moved the ball. And we know if we can keep it tight here, which we have done all season, to be fair. Um, We've got quality at the top end of the pitch to go, to go and get results, and frankly, that's what we do. The real kick in the guts here in Celtic when you watch the goal late on to probably get the point. How much of sort of the experience of that helped you in the last ten minutes here in England? Yeah, I think it helps myself. I thought the subs that come on done well just to you know nullify the game. You got to use every trick in the book, you know, to sort of slow the game down. We've done that well. Um, like I say, that one stung a bit, so it was nice this time to, to get one to go in our favour favour and hold on. Did you sense that Rangers were vulnerable today before him? Yeah, I think when we play, whoever we play, we know that there's ways we have a game plan to exploit their weaknesses. Um, I think their trouble's been well documented of late, so, you know, it was, Don said it was a good time to play them, but we knew if we had the quality on the pitch to go and hurt them at the other end, and I thought, I thought we had good chances and we've we done that. Is it working the best as well when they've got so many fans here in three parts of the game you can turn the fans? Yeah, it's, it's the same as home as away, you know, you've got to keep them as quiet as long as possible, um, stop their momentum and then you can slowly sort of edge yourself into the game and, you know, we've, we've played, you know, big two enough to know that can work in your favour and today I thought we'd done that well. There's been some difficult moments after all the two cup wins last season, it was tough, but, you know, it's three wins in a row now, does it feel like you're starting to hit that wee bit of momentum? Yeah, I think that sounds cliche, but momentum is massive, massive in football. Um, say three wins on the bounce, you can see how tight it is maybe from maybe about 10th to 4th, you know, as you win two or three games on the bounce and you can cap all right up the league. So, um, no, that's all we that's all we worried about and we'll look to go to set to, you know, if we beat them, I think we go above them and take us further up the table and that's all we can think about. Okay. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So if you thought things were going well at half-time, Things went even better for St Johnson just after the hour mark. And the throw, Stevie May gets it on the ball. Oh, yeah! And Stevie May in the corner, 
with Boot in off the underside of the bar and in. This is quite unbelievable. It's St Johnston 2, Rangers 0. This is absolutely extraordinary. I think it's safe to say, Jim, that both P- Peter and Alex weren't expecting that goal. Uh, shame on them. No, they weren't. No, shame on them. <laughs> Commentators uh, should always be yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, I gave at our church, we have a morning prayer meeting on the Friday morning at 7.30, and some of us, and it's over Zoom, and I, my theme for last, uh, sorry, a week past Friday was expect the unexpected. So yes. there you go, Peter. Well, Expect the unexpected. Uh, so, it's yeah. it's it's extraordinarily good advice, yeah, yeah, Jim. Yeah. I have to say. One, one thing I want to say about James Brown, which kind of is neglected with him, he's an international football player. Yeah, he plays for Malta. Now people say it's only Malta, but I look at the squad recently. They've got some pretty decent players. Possibly a lot of guys who are pay- the parentage or grandparents, but mm. they're not maybe little Malta anymore. They, they could cause some teams a wee bit of bother. And also, interestingly, we brought on then near the end another international player from Trinidad and Tobago, um, who was uh, Danny Phillips, and um, who was only in the park for a short time, but made a telling contribution, got he, tackles in, she made some very good passes, got right into the flow of the game. So, And he came on mm-hmm. at the same point as um, another international, Theo Bear. Yes, he did, yeah, <laughs> Theo Bear. Um, and actually, if you add up, you know, James Brown, Ryan McGowan, uh, Andy Considine, uh, Melka Halberg, Graham Carey, David Wotherspoon, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Theo Bear, yeah. uh, Dan Phillips. Um, that's a fair, a fair number of who have right? an international experience. Yeah, yep. Yep, um, and it's good to have. Mm. Um, I would imagine some of these lads will be playing during the World... Well, not at the World Cup, but in the World Cup break, some of their countries will have friendlies, you know. um, You know, so so that'll keep them ticking over nicely. Um, Then, changing away to the second goal scorer, Nicky Clark, so that would be him and his old old man, both being successful for Saints over Rangers. His dad managing a Saints victory back in 1999, was it, by... 2-0, 2-0, 2-1. Keegan Parker and Momo Silla scoring. Yes, indeed. I, rem- I do remember oh, that. When he was yes. on, the, uh, on uh, BBC Scotland, you said the games on BBC One on a Sunday yep, afternoon. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and of course, Sandy played for Rangers, managed St. Johnson, and Nicky has played Nicky for both played, clubs. Nicky played for Rangers as well. Right, yeah. Nicky played for both clubs. Uh, there was a good piece actually on um, Sky Sports on Sunday afternoon during their coverage in the build-up to the game where they were they were speaking to them both. It, it was really quite oh, good. Right. I mean, the thing is that well, had it not been for the astounding quality of James Brown's goal, we would be praising Nicky Clark's goal to the hilt because it was a really cleverly taken... He- uh, yeah. Shot with the outside, yeah. uh, um, of, uh, you know, uh, he he latched onto Stevie's uh, pass. He got in front of his man. He basically uh, all he had to do was get in front of his man, yeah. and he took it with the outside of his foot, yeah. um, uh, uh, and and uh, straight past McGregor, who was bouncing up and down mm. in that goal, yeah. shouting yeah. at his defenders. I'm not surprised. I don't think we should underestimate Stevie May's part in that no, goal because he, he out-muscled the Rangers player. Yes. Got Was the ball it along. Uh, it could have been King. Got the ball along the byline, mm. provided a perfect delivery, a lovely finish by Nicky Clark. Yeah. But yeah, 
I think it was Barris that's just stood still and Nicky yes. Clark runs past him and sticks a ball in the back of the net you know yeah. um, and McGregor was raging absolutely but can I just say about Alan McGregor when he was on loan at St Johnston when we were in the what was it called the championship at the time it was the second tier of Scottish football he had five clean sheets in November which played a large part yeah, in, in helping us stay in that league so yes. you know yeah. I've always got a lot of time for Greeks because he yes. did a good job for us he went back if I remember rightly he went back to Rangers at the turn of the year and we then got um, Craig Sampson was Sampson mm -hmm. did we not could could be as right. on loan because I think who was who was our main must have been Kevin Cuthbert, Cuthbert yeah. Kevin Cuthbert possibly yeah yeah, yeah. the cat the cat yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no and Nicky Clark has been fantastic for us since he got and and what he's done is he's allowed Stevie May a bit more freedom yeah, yeah. to express himself and yeah. Stevie is is like a he's a man a new player yeah yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's been good. Yeah, it's yeah. been good. I think it was as you said last week, Jim, was it or Peter said that you know uh, Stevie having uh, Nicky Clark up beside him, so like having Stephen McLean, yes, back yes, up front yes. with him, yes, yeah, yes, very and much. And actually, so. that goal that Nicky Clark scored, couldn't you see Stephen McLean? Stephen, Stephen McLean still a goal, yeah. yeah. Another yeah. man who's played for both St Johnston and Rangers. Yes, Stephen McLean. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. and Alec Alec Cleland, Callum's number two, played uh, for Rangers. Played for Rangers. And coaches yes. at St Johnston. Never played for us. Never played for us. Well, not in the not in the part. Maybe in bounce yeah, games, but that's um, right. That's right. But, uh, yeah. But let's now hear from Graham Carey. <laughs> Yeah, we we done well. I think the stats showed that they were on top most of the game, but we knew that was going to happen because we have quality players, but we knew we could frustrate them and uh, with the way they played, there'd be space on the counter-attack. I think we stuck to the game plan and, yeah, I think it uh, worked out well. The one you went through, was it just a case of too late in the game? <laughs> uh, yeah, being over, I think it was five weeks, so I was still getting up to full fitness and, yeah, I didn't need that after about 11k, so... Um, no, nah, it, was, it was one of them. It, was, uh, it would have been nice to get a goal, but the most important thing is to win. 11 k is that what you're on? Felt like it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the sort of links you have to go to in a game like this, you have to, you have to put the effort. Yeah, exactly, because they do have quality players, and uh, especially in the wide areas, it's important to help the full-backs and um, not leave them isolated 1v1, but um, eventually they're going to get in, and it seemed they he got a goal but I thought we defended the box really well and uh, frustrated them for a large part of the game I was able to play for that 45 minutes when it's like he just had any of the ball I mean um, that how's it easy to keep that it's more about concentration yeah and discipline and I think we spoke at half time that we weren't good with the ball when we did win it back and uh, we knew there was space to, to play but we just needed a bit of composure and um, I thought we'd done that better in the second half and um, yeah, we can obviously improve on the performance with the ball, but I thought defensively and as a unit we were really strong. A lot of people have tipped this team to go down at the start of the season. How much of a motivating factor has that been? Um, I don't think it's bothered us really because we've got a lot of new players and a lot of us weren't here last year and um, the experience the, the gap has brought in is is huge for, for the younger players and the players that were here last year. So it's I think it's uh, we developed a different mindset and um, we go into every game knowing that we have the quality on the pitch to win them. So, she's in the top five now, I think. So, you know, taking a tricky, so looking up now, we've got that gap 
Yeah, exactly. I think maybe last year the team probably a little bit guilty of looking behind them too much and now we're just taking one game as it, as it comes and um, big game against St Mirren and hopefully we can go there and get three points. The manager said that James Brown, he's never seen him hit the target in training. Was that strike uncharacteristic for him? Um, yeah, well he had one, I think it was Livingston away. He hit the crossbar and... Um, well, he does have it. He's, he's scored once or twice in training, but yeah, it's very rare for him. And um, like he, today he was great defensively, and um, it was good for him to get the goal. Was that the moment when the ball hit the back of net from James? He thought, "Hang on, this game plan could work here. We're one up. We could, we could actually see this one out." Um, yeah, because we knew there was going to be space, and I think that was the, one of the rare occasions where we actually kept the ball for a little bit in the final third and just showed a bit of composure. And um, I think the big one was the second goal. I think because going in half time, we were like. We knew we had to keep it tight for 15-20 minutes to frustrate them, but to get the second goal really gave us the belief that we can go on and win the game. Three wins in a row now, does it feel like start to have a bit of momentum, a bit of form? Um, yeah, well, the Hibs game, the first half we weren't good enough and we got a win there and there's a few games where we played poorly and got the win, really, so um, I think we can improve a lot. Um, but I think the difference this year is we played badly and picked up three points, so... Um, yeah, if we actually believe in ourselves a bit more and show a bit more composure when we have the ball, because we do have some good players and um, if we keep it for longer periods, we'll, we'll cause a lot of teams trouble and get, get more wins. Same doubt to try and keep us strong going in the World Cup, they can see where you come out after all that. Yeah, exactly. I think this the mindset we've had. We've just taken every game as it comes and the next game is as important as the last, so we just go to the next game and try and get three points. What do you expect from us at the It'll be a tough game. They have a lot of quick players up front, so... Um, but we dealt with them well here when we played them, so um, but no doubt they'll want a bit of revenge on that because I think it was 3-0 when we played them here, so it'll be a tough game, and um, especially with both teams level on points, it's a bit, it's a big one. Top man, thanks, thanks for the job. I think uh, first half really working uh, for me, we uh, weren't good enough with the ball. I thought at times we were a wee bit nervous, a wee bit scrappy, but we gave it away too much. Yeah, I thought as a unit we worked really hard and defended. They wanted to just a few chances and uh, obviously I've not actually seen James Brown hit the target in training so it was a surprise. I actually brought him in uh, for the defensive side today. Uh, I actually brought him in for Dre because I thought uh, James would give me that more defensive. He's a very, very good one from you one defender and you see at the back net it was fantastic. How impressed were you with your team going forward but also at the back when they had to be resolute, when it went 2-1, it just stayed solid? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think uh, I watched my captain today uh, but I think we shows you what the sort of strength and depth in the squad is at the moment. When we're getting players back fit, Dave Wilson as well. I know that's kind of his debut. It's like having a new player on the team. And you know, I think uh, the back three, Alec Parrish as well. I remember, he's he's just come in for his first league game this season. And I thought performed really well to a high standard. So a lot of pleasing things. I think we can get better. Uh, but also want to make sure we go to Wednesday night, making sure uh, we're not sort of resting. And with the fact that it's today, we make sure we go and try and get three points on this, isn't it? You had that huge success two years ago with the, with the cup double, the high last year of staying up in the end, but winning here against Rangers, first league victory here since 2010, I think. It must be right up there as well with the fans. Um, yeah, for the fans it is. For me, it's three points. I know it sounds really stupid, but you know, I think it's for me to try to climb the league. And from you look at the team, it's basically a whole new team. It's been probably three different seasons. The signs are good. Um, must make sure we're focused on what we're doing and make sure we try and win more games. Second spug, Callum, yeah, before the game. Yeah, there's a few, three or four of them second spug. So uh, Liam Gordon uh, and a couple of others uh, were out. So uh, again, it's a, a shame to lose them, but we need to make sure it doesn't doesn't spread through the team and make sure they're ready for Wednesday. Jamie. 
Yeah, I mean, he had a slight injury, uh, so we'll wait and see for he's like Wednesday night. But, you know, I think uh, it's good to say Elliot there, you know. Uh, he's been patient, he's working really hard behind the scenes. You know, uh, he played in the cup games and I thought he's performed really well today. Those two special goals, wasn't it? I mean, you mentioned the first one, but the second one. Yeah, it was good. I think second half, I think we, we got better. I think mm. I said to the players at half-time, we need to actually have a little bit more composure. You know, try and make those one or two passes to get us up the pitch. And, you know, I thought we did that. I thought we worked really hard at it. And, you know, that was probably the most, most pleasing aspect of the game for me. I think it's the first time you're, you're reigned as manager. First three, one, three league games in a row, is that a foundation you hope? Yeah, I hope so. Uh, you know, as I said, it's, it's one of those that builds momentum. You know, I've got competition for places, competition for the bench. You know, at the moment, uh, all the boys want to win every game. Uh, so it's, it's a great kind of sort of area to be in. And, uh, you know, we want to go and try and win the game. Uh, not get carried away ourselves, it's three points. It's a really good result, but, you know, I think Wednesday night, then they become so important and we finish the, the next two games really well. How much is Nicky Clark and Nicky things together? <clears throat> I think you see that. I think you know. I think when he's played, you know, uh, you can see that we've got that with a little bit of quality, a little bit of composure. You know, he's very, he's a very clever player. Uh, he links with his other striker, which has been Stevie most of the time, and you know, it's fantastic to see him get the goal because I thought he put a tremendous shift in. Uh, having to work back quite a lot, the two strikers. Uh, we knew that was going to happen, but you know, I thought the two of them did it without complaint and, and got on with the business. Yeah, that's it. Mate. Yeah, a bit like. Uh, Maka. Maka. Yeah, 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 you know, uh, he never said that to Marka, but you know, it's, uh, he does that. He does a bit of everything. You know, he's very clever. He holds it up. He can run, uh, which Marka probably couldn't do. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's good to see. And how much is getting somebody in that mould bringing the best out in Stevie? Because Stevie's best team in his career came alongside Stevie McQueen. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I know Stevie's doing really well, but I also think it's the rest of the players as well who can bounce off him. And he brings other people into play. He always in good positions. You know, for me, it's about getting goals as well. So, uh, hopefully, it doesn't help just Stevie. He helps everybody else around the bottom. Is still going to be with you for Yes, Davis will be here Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, you know, uh, the Canadian manager's watching his first performance today, you know, and hopefully that can uh, accelerate his progress to the, the squad. Uh, don't tell the manager how to pick the squad, but, you know, it'd be great to see David. He's back to full fitness. I think you saw it there. You know, they probably lasted a little bit longer than I thought it was, so, uh, you know, great news for us. Yeah, I'm a Millwall scout watching Alex Mitchell doing game and press his parent club. Yeah, hopefully not. No, I think listen. I think Alex's best position is the centre of the three. We've been playing them on the right uh, with Ryan, with obviously shortage of midfielders. Uh, so playing uh, Alex in the middle today, I think you saw he's, he's great. He's, he's got a great pace and you know, he loves to defend first and foremost, which is pretty rare on the young defender. So yeah, he's been fantastic. Thanks. You worried that does it scare you? Uh, I know the scouts anyway, so it's all right. Cheers, thank you. Cheers, thanks. The voice there of St. Johnson gaffer Callum Davidson celebrating that fine victory. And while we're talking of great St. Johnson victories over Rangers, I was just looking on the St. Johnson on the Stay Twitter page. And believe it or not, Peter and Jim, this night, 2006, Rangers nil, St. Johnston 2. Oh, was that the Stevie Milne Cup game? That's right, yes. Wow, yeah, that was... Great a... memories of that. Um, I nearly got thrown out the Ibrox press box because I was celebrating. And I was told to sit down, shut up and calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can quite understand. Um, mm. But no, I remember that game. I'll tell you a wee sto- can I tell you a wee story about that game? Yep. Um, it comes after the game, and uh, I was on the train, and uh, there was a train left uh, Glasgow Queen Street about a minute to midnight to get back to Perth. And um, about five minutes to midnight, there was only two folk on the train, me and this other guy. And I thought, and I knew a lot of Saints fans had gone through on the train because they'd gone through with me. 
And I thought, don't tell me they're going to miss the train. Then all of a sudden, charging through the barrier, in they came. Here we, you know, here we go, here we go. So they charged on the train. And just happened afterwards, there was another pile of folk came charging on the train. And they were also going to Perth, but they had, they'd been to the Barland to see the punk band Rancid. <laughs> so all of a sudden, within the space of about three minutes, this train went from having two folk on it to becoming absolutely rammed <laughs> with joyous people. And I'll never forget the look on the ticket collector's face when he came to collect the tickets. And he just took one look at the crowd and thought, I'm not going to even bother <laughs> you. <laughs> and the other story to that was um, I'd parked my car at Perth Railway Station. So let me pulled in about type five past one. Um, one guy who will be known to quite a few people who will remain nameless, he said to me, Jim, is there any chance you can give me a run home? Because I've had a few, few, few drinks and the taxis are not taking me. I said, I need bother. Well, he stayed up in the Glens, you know, oh, uh-huh. Glenartney area, right? And there was another guy whom I knew who was completely stocious. <laughs> and we would never have got even to, to the taxi rank, never mind to the taxi. So I helped him in my car and he stayed in Letham. So by the time I got the two of them in the car, got up to the Glens, uh, high-fiving these, both these guys and all the way, uh, you know, let the guy out in the Glens. That was half one. By the time I got over to Letham, it was about, all the traffic lights, it was about 20 to 2, managed to get the young lad to his front door and in his front door where I deposited him inside the front door because I couldn't carry him in any further. <laughs> uh, so the time I got back home was about the back of two o'clock and I still had my stuff to write up for the, the, that day's evening telegraph so the time I'd done that it was the back of three o'clock and I was about six o'clock for my work oh, you know so yeah. but <laughs> you can imagine uh, when I got back from my work that day um, I just collapsed into my bed but it was a joyous occasion well, um, you know, a very joyous occasion. And the, one of the Stevie Mellon goals was a great overhead kick. That overhead one was yeah, the one yeah. I, I've actually got a photograph yeah, of it yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And I still speak to him about that to this day. He's now a yeah. policeman for Savo. And uh, when I see him, we still talk about that, you know. Now, Peter, uh, you did a very good job on, on Sunday getting all this wonderful audio for us tonight. But I think you forgot somebody. Where is he? <laughs> You're referring to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. I am, yes. Who... Uh, came out, did Sky, did BBC TV, and disappeared. We never saw hiding a hair of him yeah. up where the radio yeah. and the yeah. and the press it's, boys were. Uh, Maybe we wanted a prawn sandwich from Jim. Was that where he was? Uh, no, he didn't come up to see us. Uh, he didn't come up to see me at all, no. Um, nice lad, Giovanni. I've had dealings with him. But... Um, he must have he, been livid after that. Yeah, yeah, he would be. I mean, I, I've got to say, I mean... <sighs> Some of the Rangers players were playing at half pace. Yeah. They let him down. You know, they really I mean, did. The, let the boy him Tillman, down. who I think is mm-hmm. supremely talented, when he loses a ball, he ambles back into position. Who was that? Sorry, Tillman. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were there were maybe I would say after the first half hour, there were probably half of them 
yeah. switched off. Yeah, I mean, Barisic played the ball sideways, he played it back the way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not what you expect from Rangers. They didn't attack with any zip or any form of pace or, at all. No. Um, you know, um, Cholak, Cholak didn't seem to be with it. Well, at I, all. I felt sorry for him because I don't he think he got the service. Isolated, wasn't I don't he? think he got the yeah. service. Yeah. Uh, I was in Johnson Mitchell when he got the ball, they had three defenders around him right away. And he couldn't do anything with it? No. That's right. No, I mean, That's what they were commenting on the, the radio for a while in the early part of the game on, on Sunday. They were they were saying, you know, he was making all these intelligent runs, but no one was there to, to pick a no, pass to no, him or no, supply him. You know, they were, cause they were quite critical of um, Halberg earlier on saying that he wasn't, Callum was having to speak to him to tell him to, to pick him up a bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Halberg um, probably suffered a wee bit from the fact not having McGowan with him in the middle of the park, but he came onto a good game, mm. and he got in some good blocks, put in some good challenges, set things up, uh, and I think he came onto a game, uh, Melker Halberg. I like Melker Halberg, I think he's been a very good signing for St Johnston. Yes, um, I agree. I think he's been an excellent signing. I, th- I think Melker Halberg, I think, is one of these players that even when he's not playing very well, he'll always give you something. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, I, mean, the, the, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think the fact that McGowan had moved back um, gave um, McGowan I suspect talks Halberg through yeah. to some extent yeah. and I'm not sure that Carey is the same sort of um, ebullient yeah. character Carey's uh, um, a very good Carey and Wotherspoon are two very good Carey played very well there was a, a, a an instance just I think after we'd scored the second one where he was clear through mm-hmm. um, and he was so exhausted mm-hmm. by that time that he was unable yeah. um, to to yeah, do anything very uh, much with the ball he's just back after being out for five, five weeks yeah yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, all in all, a very pleasing day. Yes. And some of these Rangers fans came a long way. I noticed one banner, Tweed, Tweed Loyal, which is obviously down by Ber- Berwickshire. All right. But yeah. I also noticed one of the St. Johnson mascots kept, uh, comes from Helensborough. Oh, really? So that was a wee kitty that had come from, from Helensborough and obviously probably still basking in the glory. I think right we, need to, we need to make, uh, 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 <laughs> we need to pay tribute to the young lady that um, was helping out in the tannoy box, I think his name was Adam, um, who uh, read out the teams mm-hmm. and then was asked to predict the scoreline, um, and he said, "Saints two, Rangers one." That boy has got a <laughs> talent for clairvoyancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um. and he's apparently picking the lottery numbers uh, this week. Is he? Yes, for the. Good for the Saints, yeah. but, uh, brilliant. Good, uh, good, good to see well Muirhead there flying the yeah. flag Absolutely. as well. So. Absolutely. So we're just about to run out of time, gents. We've still got one more audio clip from Callum Davidson to fit in before the end of the programme. So you've you've set your bar high now with that performance. What's going to happen Both tomorrow and on, on on Saturday? So it's St Mirren on tomorrow night and Murrowell at Perth on Saturday well we we asked last tu- last Tuesday we asked for four points from the three games <laughs> I now want nine points from the three games uh, how about you Jim? I would love nine points I think <laughs> we'll get a point tomorrow and I we'll think, get three yeah. on Saturday I think seven would be yeah. a superb yeah. haul but, but talking about s- setting the bar Fraser I noticed it wasn't you who won the crossbar challenge sadly. at Falkirk on Saturday <laughs> sadly not no <laughs> no nah, nah. I think um, yeah no it <sighs> We have to, or, or Callum, 
um, and, and we'll hear um, uh, his thoughts in a moment. Um, he has to fire them up so that they uh, that the team don't just lift themselves for the old firm. They lift themselves for everything, and they really need to be at it tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. We've got two games on the go just now. It's Hebs Ross County and Livingston Aberdeen are being played as we speak. Both just early stages, both nil nil, but. Interesting game. I think it's going to be at uh, Livingston tonight. Livingston Aberdeen. Aberdeen's so strong at home, but seems to struggle away from home. And Livingston slowly coming on to a bit of a game again, Jim. Yeah, I mean he's done remarkably well, hasn't he, David Martin? They just keep producing great results, um, including one uh, was it on Saturday there. Um, um, Friday night against Kilmarnock. Fr- yeah, Friday night yeah, against Kilmarnock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, and they're a match for anybody. And um, you know, if it was St Johnson going down there, I would I would take a point. Mm-hmm. To, to be honest, I suspect Jim Goodwin would take a point. Yeah, uh, and he was saying t- t- uh, yesterday um, about the artificial park yeah. be- be giving them an advantage, you know, yeah. which uh, it does, to be honest. But um, uh, I don't think you can underestimate the job that David Martindale's done there. It's, be- it's been an absolute, uh, fa- absolutely fantastic what he's done, um, you know, um, as long as he doesn't do it against St. Johnson. So. Well, that's right. Uh-huh. The, the capital, Peter, it's Hibs and Ross County. Are Ross County going to make it two wins in, in a row after their win at the weekend against St Mirren, or are Hibs going to have too much? I think the much? most likely result there is a draw. Hibs, Hibs flattered to deceive. If they play well, they're, they're a yeah. really good yeah. side. But... Um, I, yeah, they don't just seem don't not click terribly often. Yeah, I think it depends what Hibs say to actually yeah, turns up. To be right. honest, um, but I wouldn't be at all surprised to see a draw in that one. If we can win tomorrow night, it means we go fourth. Yes, yeah, and I'll tell you, we have got a, a very very good record against Mernet Paisley. We do, and we astonishingly good record. Absolutely whooped them uh, at McDermott Park, as again Callum will. Yep tell you um, after they'd beaten Celtic mm-hmm. so yes it's time time's got it better there was again unfortunately gentlemen hour has been and gone but thank you very much for your company until next week when we speak again have a good week and we'll hear from Callum to play us out well obviously only one place really to start Callum an incredible one at the weekend and just you know how do you reflect on that now uh, yeah obviously it was, it was great to get the victory uh, but I think now uh, the game's come thick and fast at the moment, so I think we, we move on pretty quick. We take a lot of confidence from the game. Uh, we, we take it into Wednesday night's game. Uh, for me, though, I think last time we played Simon, I think Simon just beat Celtic. Uh, we managed to then take three points off Simon, so it's a, it's a big warning for us. It's a, it's a lesson for us. You know, uh, we can't be complacent, we've got to go into the game. Uh, with the exact same match as we went into the last what, two or three games and, and make sure we try and get a result. Obviously now three three wins in a row, and just how big a win do you think this can be in the, the story of the, of the season? Really? I think wins wins are so important in the league. There's actually there's actually not been that many draws compared to last season, so you know I think it's really important uh, when you when you have a, have a chance to win a game like we did on Sunday, uh, we take three points. Uh, so I think we need to do it again. We'll go Samirin, they've been fantastic this season, so we need to go make sure uh, we put a performance in. Uh, can we get three points or can we get a result? They've been really good at home. So it's something we've got to really focus on. And obviously going into that Simmering game now, could make it four wins in a row. Just how important is it now, especially with the World Cup break, coming up to build that momentum? Yeah, I think so. I think it's obviously no matter the results, we've actually finished, finished quite strong. You know, uh, So I think it's good going into that little break. Uh, some people probably say you probably could do without the break uh, if, if you're winning games. 
I think you know we, we try and finish strong. Uh, we've got two huge games to come. Uh, obviously, it's another Motherwell, so we, we, we go to Paisley, uh, really fighting uh, to try and climb up that league. And just as you mentioned, the kind of team up being kind of steadily climbing up, and just you know how important is that to, to keep it going and build a little bit of distance to the kind of the, the spots further down? <laughs> Huge, uh, but I think I think all season, I think what you'll find is the teams that bump and win games as well. I think it's that type of league. Uh, we've played everybody. You don't really see any real weak teams, you know. So I think it's one of those where we'll all be fine and we can all beat each other. And it's uh, really crucial. You get the chance to win, as I said before, three points, you take them. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's nice to have a wee breather. Uh, as you say, it can change really quickly. Uh, so it's really important you don't rest on on your victories you've had and uh, you try and focus on the next game. And what's the team use looking like for St Mirren and, and Remy Matthews? What's his situation? Yeah, hopefully Remy will be back. So uh, that's good. Liam Gordon's obviously back as well uh, from illness. So, you know, uh, we've got a, a good squad to pick from uh, going into the last couple of games. Cheers, thank you. I'm just wondering, Callum, um, last year obviously was a really tough season for St Johnston. Um, and there were some calls, you know, managers, quotes on a sugary peg a bit towards the end of the season. Um, how vindicated do you feel by how things are panning out for you now? I, didn't, I don't know anybody who's calling for my head. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been on social media, which I don't Absolutely. read. Which I don't read, so uh, yeah. that, that doesn't really bother me. Uh, either way, you know, uh, you know, I think all, all you can say is we knew behind the scenes what was going on uh, in the club, and you know, uh, obviously we believed in what we we're doing. You know, I think it was great for us to. It was a big, big achievement to, to get from where we were from the middle of December last year to surviving. So that was a huge achievement in itself, and you know, I think the supporters here have been. They've always backed the players. Uh, they've always backed us on the pitch. And, you know, something to thank them for, and uh, again, it's nice just now to get some victories. You know, especially the Rangers giving up one year since 2010 against them. So, great for the supporters to see that. You know, see this progression there. Because uh, again, this year I'm probably got a whole new team in. You know, it's a whole rebuild process, and you know, it's a uh, definitely developing my skills as a manager, uh, not just on the training pitch. You are seeing some players coming back in, like Witherspoon, for instance. What difference is that making? Yeah, I think with David and the likes of David, you've got Callum Booth coming back, you've got, you know, I've got people come back from injury. I think it, especially like, like a long-term one, it's like having a new player. You know, we've had to obviously adapt without David uh, because we knew he was going to be for you know, at least nine, ten months. And, uh, you know, for me, it's great to have him back. Uh, again, it's like a new player in the squad. You can see his quality he's got. You know, uh, we need to make sure he's right, he's ready. He's probably, I've taken the time coming back. But again, I thought his performance on, Saturday, on Sunday was uh, terrific. Are you feeling a bit excited about where the team's going now? Eh, don't get like that way. Uh, I've been, uh, <laughs> don't get too excited. I don't get, I don't get too excited. I've been. I've had two seasons where there've been two different stories. So, uh, you know, I think uh, you enjoy victories. You know, uh, like any sports, any person enjoys winning. Uh, I'm no different. Uh, players are no different. Fans are no different. So I enjoy the victories. Uh, I'd like to get more. So I think that's just what we look at. Uh, I know it's a little crazy, but we we try and stay in the league first and foremost. I said before, it's going to be really tight and. You know, hopefully the more victories we can get, we can look upward rather than downwards. Just uh, James Brown. What a goal! Um, have you kind of recovered from that? Yeah, it's good. It's great, great for James. I think for me, uh, I knew James when he was down in Millwall. Uh, kind of know his potential, know where James can get to. Uh, I think James has. When he starts to believe himself, uh, he'll turn into a really good player, top class player. Uh, and I think we can see signs of that coming. You know, and I think the goal, especially, you know, I think 
I said before, I've not seen him score in training, so when I hit the back of the net, it was you know, something he'll enjoy, he'll savour, he'll remember, and uh, you know, hopefully he get the other one against Livingston when he nearly scored. So it just shows that he's got that sort of potential. Uh, actually brought him in as a defensive wing back for Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. Uh, so for him to get the first goal was quite nice. And they, uh, I've worked for um, Elliot Parrish, who came in presumably at fairly short notice and performed magnificent. Yeah, great for Elliot. You know, I think you know he's, he had a tough wee sort of spell in the cup games. We, as a team, we didn't perform well. Didn't really help him. Uh, you know, but that's what why you have number twos. That's why they're training week in week out. They train with an attitude that you know they can go straight into the team. Uh, so that's what I want from all players, not just goalies. I want players with good attitudes. You know, if they're not on the team, if they train well and you know stick together uh, as a team, uh, behind the scenes you don't see how important Elliot is on that. You know that side of it behind the, the scenes, he's brilliant with the group. So, you know, I think everybody was delighted for him. Oh, absolutely. And um, finally, um, are you disappointed for um, Ryan McGowan, who hasn't sadly made the Australian? Yeah, definitely. Sport? I think uh, I don't think Ryan could have done much more uh, in his time here. I think he's played every league game. Uh, he's been very versatile. He's probably played two or three different positions. You know, he's played at a very high level all along. Uh, I think so. I think virtually he's played every 90 minutes. You know, which is fantastic. I know they did have a few injury worries as well in the squad, so yeah, I think we're more hoping that he would get in the squad. Uh, hopefully he's not too despondent. Mm-hmm. It's football. Australian uh, manager can only pick a certain number of players, so you know, wish them all the best. We see then, presumably tomorrow, how things pan out and his attitude and, and, and what have you and, and the way the team performs after that, the elation of, of Sunday. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the, the big question for me is... You know, I think I said to you, I think the, the biggest warning we can give ourselves is uh, some men beat Celtic uh, at home mm-hmm. and then they came here and they lost. So uh, yeah, we need to take right. that, you know, it's, it's probably reverse. We need to make sure we don't give them opportunities. We're, we're on, on the front foot and we're asking them questions re- rather than the other way around. Best of luck. Cheers, thank you. Cheers. Thank you very thank much. You. Hospital Radio Perth's sports programmes are sponsored by A&B Taxis. Keeping Perth moving. Taxis to meet your every need. A&B Taxis. Getting Perth from A to B. You can't forget the number. Perth 634567. The Tuesday Team Talk podcast is brought to you in association with Andy's Man Club and the Chris Mitchell Foundation. Hospital Radio Perth supports the aims of both organisations in helping address issues of mental health and well-being among young men.